Six-year-old Nkubelo Zuma's mother, Tolakele, broke down in tears as she recounted how she found the crushed body of her son under a pile of bricks. During a visit by SABC News, Tolakele sat on a mattress under a woolen blanket in a small, dark room lit with a single candle. She was in the very same building that caused the death of her youngest child. Tolakele says the death of her son will forever remain entrenched in her mind. I was in the house when the wall fell. I went outside and called his name, but I did not see him. I only saw a jacket he was wearing. I removed the bricks trying to remove him from underneath. Then I realized that my child has gone already. His head was crushed, and what I've seen will never go away about the state he was in. I found him dead already. She described her little boy as a very energetic and aspiring rapper who would always sing to her after school. My son liked to rap. He used to sing for me here in the house and he used to record himself while he was singing. I will remember him because he loved to sing a lot. He was also stubborn and liked to fight. I used to love my child and it was hard raising him because I'm not working. The families of the other two deceased boys were too distraught to speak to the SABC. However, just like Ngobelo's mum, they are also struggling to make ends meet and have asked government to help bury their little boys. I'm requesting help from the government to please help with burying my child as I'm unemployed and from KZN. The partially collapsed building was once a warehouse during its heyday. Before it collapsed on Monday, it was home to about 300 homeless people. Dozens of shacks are erected inside it and the walls have gaping cracks. The Johannesburg Emergency Services says the structure is unstable and is not safe for human habitation. Spokesperson Robert Mulaudzi says they will be relocating the people to a safe area. From our side also, uh, disaster management also, together with uh, the city's housing, will be facilitating the relocation of the affected uh, residents since the area was deemed uh, unsafe uh, for overnight, for them to sleep overnight in the building. As the bereaved families mourn the deaths of their children, the city of Johannesburg and the Socioeconomic Rights Institute, SERI, continue to point accusing fingers at each other. Seri claims that the families living along Davies Street in Durenfontein, where the partially collapsed building is located, had been asking the city for emergency accommodation for eight months now without any success. Seri says the residents are just 300 of an estimated 100,000 people living in abandoned buildings in the Joburg CBD. Joburg Mayor Herman Mashaba says it's pressure from groups like Seri that are impending government's efforts to help the poor. You know what, uh, these so-called human rights lawyers will deal with them because uh, I don't really believe any human rights lawyers would really be happy to see young children die like this. 
The city of Joburg has a current housing backlog of 300,000. Mashaba says work is underway to turn disused buildings into decent accommodation. Owners of these buildings, we're looking for them. Where we cannot find them, uh, we are going to actually expropriate these buildings. Just this morning, I wrote a letter to the Minister of Public Works. Unbeknown to me about this particular matter, because two months ago, I wrote a letter to Public Works as a, as a national government to so that we can have declaratory orders so that uh, when we uh, expropriate this, uh, these buildings, let them belong to the city of Johannesburg so that we can speed up the process of uh, actually making them available. He says the city is putting close to 70 buildings on tender for the private sector to turn them into affordable housing for residents and students. I'm Sasha Naidu in Johannesburg.